A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another fresh, brand new episode of Is It Just Me? It's the podcast where James Williams, my pod husband and I, hi, James. Hello, hello. We talk about all sorts of randomness, as you know by now. We put that world to rights. And you know what, James, I'm sure I speak for the both of us. It always cheers me up chatting on the podcast. It's therapy. And so that's what I kind of hope for you, the listeners. I hope that this is, um, you know, just distracting you while you've got that bum in your face on the train. Never a good look. (laughs) Uh, Today, we've got a dating expert. But a dating guru, a dating goddess, and we're going to be talking about all sorts of things like whether or not it's, you know, doable being single. I was never very good at it. Is it just me who looks through all my husband's texts and emails? I've already had lots of eye rolling <laughs> from that already. And is it just us who enjoys a good old bitch in a moment? We've got dating expert Lady Nadia Essex with us, so stay tuned. <laughs> Hi, Nadia. Hello. Thanks for being here today. Thank you for having me. Um, you're our first lady. And I know. hopefully not the last. It's a big day in the pod cupboard. Right. What's it like being a lady? <laughs> Tell me. Um, I mean, being a lady's fabulous, being a woman's fabulous. It all, all encompassing fabulous. I hear you, sister. <laughs> I, um, yes, I wasn't able to go on the Women's March this year for various um, family admin reasons, but... Um, yeah, it's, it was looking at my Instagram over the weekend when it happened. Is there was so much positivity and so much, all the clever signs and things made me think, yeah, we're on the we're on the good. Sorry, James, we're on the good team, right? Definitely. Yeah. But also, so I happy. would be quite interested to hear that because I think that does have a knock-on effect. I think in the world in which you work, not you, don't you think? Because obviously, how has this emancipation base? I think it is a new whole new wave of feminism. I think and a new. Way, new type of feminism how do you then think that's had an effect on like I said the world in which you work in which is essentially the dating world well it's actually been this weekend actually has been quite difficult for me in terms of um, I have I have very specific dating tips on my Instagram and I've had a lot of backlash this weekend from so-called feminists who um, don't quite agree right um, with me in terms of 
a lot of my dating tips are to do with sort of presentation and how you look, how you act. Um, and, you know, in an, in an ideal world, it'd be fantastic to turn up wearing whatever you want on a date, you know, whatever you feel comfortable with. But ultimately, you know, that's not going to happen. You don't get a second chance for a first impression. Yeah. So wear heels, mm. put makeup on, don't wear a red lip. And, you know, turn up and have a great date. Well, I think that's an interesting point because I think that's the holy grail in a relationship, isn't it? Because we all dream about being comfortable in silence, not having to make the effort, being able to slob out. Um, that's, yeah, because that's the ultimate goal, isn't it, in a relationship, to be totally at ease with your partner. Absolutely. But I think it's very naive to assume you can just get to that point straight away. There has to be a gradual wooing and romancing and, you know... Well, come and tell my Twitter followers that because <laughs> it's been in the last few days have been insane. If I um, if I was out there dating again, I probably would um, flout your advice to wear heels <laughs> because it's not me. Do you know what I mean? And so I figure you may as well know me. It doesn't mean I'm going to turn up in a garbage bag and a pair of flip flops. But yeah, but I think I think f- like heels in general make people feel more confident. In general. And all of my tips are always a generalisation. They have to be. Yeah. They're kind of for the masses. I can't, unless it's specific for a gender or a type, it has to be general. And in general, women feel more confident in heels. They make you walk, stand taller, shoulders back. You are more present in the moment because you're concentrating on your walking and not falling over. Oh, so, see, that sounds hideous. <laughs> no, that's good. being present in the moment is a good thing. Also, Joe does have a spectacular story, don't you, about heels? Oh, well, I've told it before, but yeah, I tripped over the leg my own trousers while wearing a pair of heels. It happens. Ended up in an ambulance. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I mean, that's it was the most, it was the most fashion inju- injury you've ever heard. Sorry, yeah. pod listeners. I know you've heard this one before. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's tough. It, it, you know, yeah. with with beauty, you know, there's a lot of danger involved. But um, you know, it doesn't have to be skyscrapers. It just is something, even a wedge or something that just gives you that, so that you're not too comfortable. There's you can't turn up and 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 ultimately what well, ultimately you wouldn't turn up to a job interview wearing whatever you want see i think that um and this is interesting because i just think since i was last dating everything has changed so much and my friends and i and i met my husband um through friends so we kind of knew each other for a little while before it became a thing and i think i could be wrong it just seems there are fewer opportunities for that kind of organic meetup so then you end up with all this completely artificial tindery world where everybody is it's become um, very transactional I hate, yeah, I, I, that's how blind, I feel and, about and, and dating 100% blind dating rather than oh I know this guy who you'd really like there's, there's less of that and I think it's kind of sad I think it's a world of options as well sadly I think it yeah. does yeah. feel like now there are so many apps and people just feel like they've got so many cho- it's choices yeah. and, it's and like it, instant gratification yeah. as well like my brothers um well I've got three brothers but one of them they all use Tinder at different various times and I remember sitting with one of them and he saw this girl and he liked her and he swiped the first four pictures and he was like oh nice 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 on the fifth picture she was eating a pizza with a ham and pineapple topping he doesn't like ham and pineapple topping he thinks it's offensive to pizzas so he swiped whatever the one is to go away he swiped that way and it's that disposable like she could have been the the one the one but because she was holding a pizza that he wasn't keen on, he was like, bye. Yeah. But I that think blows that my mind. mind. But it's yeah. also with Tinder, I feel like nobody ever feels, and not just Tinder, just like, you know, online dating in general, nobody, 
relaxes enough to think, oh, yeah, this is the one because they're always thinking, but what about that other one that I looked at? I I just feel like nobody ever feels... I don't think you invested 100% because there's there's always plan B, C, D. There's a million people to swipe for. Like, you're never really... I also think some people use it like Pokemon Go. Like, it's the new game. Like, they literally... Once they match, they never follow up with a message. So it's all about getting the match and then that's the game. They've won. I'm like, hang on, that's the beginning. Surely that's when you're supposed to start talking to people. That drives me mad James's frustrations here. Yes, no, same. No, yeah. I agree. Like, this yeah. is why I, I'm all for traditional dating. I don't think... In real can, life. In yeah. real life. you, you. I don't think you can get chemistry over a keyboard. Mm. I'm like, go out, meet a guy. There are so many fabulous single men and women out there scratching their heads in bars going... Where's all the fabulous single women mm. in that? I think, and also, they're at home swiping, you know, left and right yeah. in their pajamas. But I also think that um, a lot of people out there on that IRL dating scene, I, I suspect they've forgotten how to relate to each other in real life. They've forgotten how to strike up a conversation because everybody spends their whole life crafting the perfect text or yeah. And now you've email. got emojis which speak a thousand words yeah. and like the the art of language is being lost. And what are going to do about this, guys? I know, well, well, thankfully I'm championing the, yeah. the, the, the sort of tide turning back in the other direction. Yeah, I hope all so. of my clients, the first thing I make them do is delete all of their apps, oh. 100%. And, you know, they uh, they... they admit to me they actually there's something called dating app depression which is becoming more and more and more prevalent in terms of people are just fed up they have tried every app they've tried all the crap dates and everything's just been a disaster and they get a pang of depression when they open up their dating app and it's more useless men sending them emails Mm. so first thing delete 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 Mm. second thing i have to retrain people how to flirt how to understand like eye contact and smiling and body language which is completely crazy that we've lost it but everyone's sitting at home thinking they're being social but they're not being social they're just on social media yeah it's a funny one as well because going back to your point it is ultimately about chemistry and i think Mm -hmm. you know what you can also do is you can spend weeks and months sometimes talking to somebody online before you actually get a meeting in you've had all this exchange and all this flirting all this banter for weeks on end and then, well, then, I wouldn't let it get to weeks oh, on it. Well, I was going to say, well, I think it's a great idea, but I think then, but the second you meet them in real life and there's no chemistry, you're like, oh, oh. I just wasted God knows yeah, how much time. Absolutely. But I guess there's that fine balance because you can't go straight in there, can you? And go, let's meet up. But I guess, well, I think I think you should, and I think it should be if you're dating online. I think the rules apply don't apply in terms of in real life. Women should never ask men out. Men should always ask women out. Online, it's okay for a woman to say, do you want to meet for coffee? Because that actually isn't a date. The coffee is to see if there's chemistry. If there's chemistry, then you go on the first date. And so that it's a bit different and you want to get out of the way. Mm. So let's meet for coffee. Like, let's get it out of the way. Let's see if there's chemistry. And then we can start properly traditionally dating. Mm. Now, why do you think that women should never ask men out? I think it's just, it, it. whether we like it or not, and I don't like it and I wish things could be different, but these are the facts. Men feel emasculated. It sets the wrong tone. There's nothing less attractive than a woman shouting across the bar, Oi! All right, fitty, hey, come over here. Oy! It's, it's well, just... Well, I've never done that. No. It's just, it just yeah. sends the wrong message. And, you know, men are hunters. They like to hunt. And you have to let them woo you. And ultimately, you know, you can you can ask a guy out with your eyes, give him all the signals that he needs to know that when he asks you, you're going to say yes. You don't need to ask a guy out. We are 
women we're masters at body but language what about the men who I, I don't think that all men are that brave i don't think that all men uh you know i think that that that's the image we like to have to a certain extent it's like you know alpha yeah. um the, well, let's that, stop emasculating that, the men well, and get, empower them and let them know that yes this is what we want i want my, a man to ask me out and i will be giving you all the signals so that you know it's appropriate if i'm not making eye contact if my body language is closed if i'm very much sort of giving you a cold shoulder I'm not interested. If I'm interested and I want you to ask me out, believe me, you're the only person in the room because I'm going to lock that eye contact in and I'm going to make you know that you have the green light and it's okay to ask me out. And what do you think, when you talk about your clients, um, this is for your agency. Yes. Do you have, what's your kind of hit rate? What's your success? Oh, um usually because I do like live coaching sessions so I'll take women out mainly women some some men but I would say sort of 75% women and we normally find a normally three times three sessions and we find a suitable suitor that they end up then seeing or dating um, and then a suitor yes. <laughs> god I have not heard that word for a long time bring yeah. it back yeah. yes I mean this is it it's romance right like yeah. I love I love the idea of romance and I just you know listen if there was more romance there'd be less Jeremy Kyle that's fact so let's 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 celebrate romance let's bring it back let's sort of there's nothing wrong with being wooed or a man wooing like that that is how I like to be that's how I like to date that's how my clients like to date and there's not one rule for all but ultimately you know who doesn't want to be treated like a princess it's it's nice it's a good feeling mm, absolutely yeah I do yeah. <laughs> James you should have said I know yeah. um, so tell us about Celebs Go Dating oh yes well um, we're back series four um, coming very very soon to E4 um, with the craziest bunch of celebs we've ever had yeah. by a mile. Well, that's that's saying something. And that's yeah. just Gemma Collins, uh, yeah. right? Well, it, one of many, unfortunately. Like it's <laughs> they. I love our celeb clients, and they all they all have come so far in terms of learning. But it definitely has been the most challenging group we've ever had. But is that because you think the level of celeb? Because no disrespect, but I think it's getting bigger and bigger. It's a bit like Love Island. I feel yeah. like Love Island has grown and grown and grown. And I think it's true for celebs go dating. It feels like the profile of the show. Yeah, I mean the profile's gone up, but the in terms of like the the celebs' ability to date has gone down. Like this group of people have no clue about flirting, dating, what men want, what women want, and it's you know it's unbelievable. It's kind of crazy when you consider celebs, generally speaking, are you know the egomaniacs amongst us. So why have they got, not got that confidence? When it comes to smoke and mirrors, isn't it? Yeah. Totally. It, it, yeah. I think every, all celebs are, are, you know, fragile egos, really. Yeah, absolutely and insecure, and you know, that's that's why they cover a sort of a, a, a industry that gives them, you know, adoration and fans. But we very very quickly bring them sort of down to earth with a bang because day one we're talking about feedback we're giving them we're judging them you know they think they're going to get 10 out of 10 on their dates just because they're a celeb well honey you got a six you know a five a four we've had minus figures you know (laughs) it's like and they don't like it and we get tears tantrums and everything in between who's been your most hopeless case that's just un nobody's hopeless 
Like everybody, that's good, that's good to hear. Don't, nobody's I don't hopeless. Believe you. <laughs> nobody's hopeless. There's no such thing. It's about whether they want to listen and learn. If you come into the agency and you think you know it all, like last series, Callum and Melody, they thought they knew it all. They thought they were great flirters. They thought they were great dates. They thought they were fabulous. They, they, they. Oh, um, Melody was series before, and Callum was this series. Just gone. Um, they weren't. They were terrible, and they were slightly older, so they were very unwilling to listen, you know. And that makes it harder because the reason they're there is because what they're doing doesn't work. So they kind of need to come in and let let us in. But it takes time because ultimately, you know, they the celebs come in and they they come in as their sort of television personalities. You get the GC, you get, you know, Talia Storm. And really, we want Gemma Collins and, you know, Natalia Hartman. Mm. You, you know, this is mm. who we want. And so very quickly, we have to bash down any preconceptions they have that they think they can come in and be a diva because nobody is bigger than the celebrity dating agency. Well, it's like a lot of stuff, isn't it? I guess it's a lot about unlearning terrible bad habits, is it, whether it's food or your attitude to exercise or anything. It's about yeah. they've, especially if you get to a certain age you become a bit set in your ways you just do things automatically and date etiquette yeah but do they genuinely want to find relationships out of this or is it just another vehicle to be on television well i believe they want to find relationships and and this is the most real of all reality shows because they are genuinely going on real dates that are not produced not scripted with real people who are there also to find love so very very quickly if they're there for the wrong reasons they need to get with the program and you really invest in the the time and effort that it takes because you are literally sitting across from a complete stranger on a date and you're going to be judged. So, you know, I, I would like to say that everybody's there for the right reasons. Obviously, people want to be on telly yeah. and it boosts profile and it's all great. But I think a lot of them, a lot of them sort of, it's like a baptism of fire. Yeah. You know, the first week is, is tough yeah. and... It, it we I'm relentless and I never ever stop and I think I've shouted a lot this series I think it's going to be the new drinking game of like every time Nadia shouts take a shot and the whole country will be drunk <laughs> but I, I know what's best for them better than they know themselves so I don't stop until they listen and I think that's why the show is so compulsive as well because going back to what you said about egos and celebrities you know, the truth is love and dating it's a leveller at the end of the day no matter how famous you are we've all got the insecurities we're all a bit, we all want to be loved we all want things to go well we all want to find the one yeah. so in a way it's actually quite lovely to be a normal at home watching this show going oh just because they're famous they've not got this love thing sorted they're just as clueless or make the same mistakes that I make. So I think Absolutely. that's just really fascinating. So I can't wait to see the new show. To be honest, the new when's it, when, yeah, when can we see it? Anytime soon, I think. Very soon. All right. On yeah. There you yeah, go. Keep your eyes peeled. We're looking forward to it. Celebs yes. Go Dating. Well, right now we're going to play our own little game show. Yes. Ooh. Called Is It Just Me? Are you ready? <laughs> yes, I'm so ready. <laughs> There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. 
I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. So, Joe, Nadia, our first topic today. Is it just me who hates being single? Now, I might be the only one around this table well, that is single be... at the, yeah are you single Nadia sorry I, I'm dating you are right. dating yeah. okay and I'm very very heavily married <laughs> heavily married um, it's been a, in fact uh, on we are almost on my 18th wedding anniversary Woo! as we yes. record congratulations Yay, well done Ross murder, living the dream <laughs> yeah. Um, yes some people don't get that for murder actually no. as we've seen uh, but um yeah, I don't remember loving being single. I, I sometimes I, I kind of wish with my older, give no fucks, <laughs> middle age confidence that I could go back to my teens and twenties and do Gosh, it again, yeah. and I would do it differently. I was very, um, yeah, I was quite insecure. So I, I'm glad that I'm not there anymore. Mm. I'm so glad I'm not out there doing the Tinder thing. Yeah. Oh. I think it'd be terrible. But yeah, uh, it's, yeah uh, I, I was think, mad at it. I think it's a particularly bad time to be a single person right now, to be honest. Not, not that I'm biased. Of course I am. I'm very single and always have been. But, um, you know, but I'll come uh, on to... the email address, game. I know. Give the email address. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I, going back to what we said earlier, I, I just, it just feels a little bit like it's a jungle out there. You know, it's actually quite ruthless. It's quite, you know, especially on the apps circuit. Um, and the circuit. game, it's just cold. It, it keeps changing. Mm. Like, yeah. there's new buzzwords like ghosting, crumbing, micro-cheating... These didn't exist five no. years ago. What's it's crumbing. I've heard the other ones. Breadcrumbs. They, they, they kind of ghost you, and then every once in a while they come back and give you what, a tiny so breadcrumb of hope. Okay, so you're the back burner for when all the other stuffs. Yeah, they're not, worse. Not going they're so worse well. than they're ghosting. Worse. These ghosting's yeah. quite cut and dry. They're not. Yeah. Yeah. They're gone. Yeah. Yeah. Breadcrumbs are the worst. They're almost like psychopaths because they actually can't Absolutely. bear to let you go. But they, but don't they give want you, you enough time to be, get really upset about them leaving you, and yes. then just as you're moving on, yeah. they breadcrumb you. I think I had a boyfriend like that a thousand years ago. You just didn't know he was a breadcrumb. Yeah, that wasn't a thing. I think yeah. we just called yeah. him a bastard. I think it was a bastard. <laughs> yeah, that yeah. makes sense. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, yeah. yeah I, mean, I don't. I think that within with the invention of all the things that are supposed to help us date and come together, and social media is great, and the internet's fabulous. But I think you ask any single person, and they will say it's never been harder mm. in their opinion in history to really date and find somebody. I think I'm with you actually because I have to say I've got to a point now because the thing also you get from a lot of people when you are the single person and your friends you get a lot of that. But I don't understand you. You're great. <laughs> Or, you know, you're not putting yourself out there. Or you're not putting enough time into your apps. And I'm, and I've got to a point now where I open an app and literally I just look at it and it just gets me down. I just Dating shut it down depression. straight away. Dating yeah. app depression, DAD, that's you've re- got it. That's resonated with me. Yeah, um, maybe you so should true. go on Celebrity Love Island. Oh, I, 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 I don't qualify as a celebrity and I'm too old for Love Island. But, um, but you, you know, going back to the, the overarching topic of hating being single, I mean, I, I wrestle with this all the time because... Mm. 
for as much as I said, I obviously would love to be with somebody and meet somebody. And I, I actually think I am actually a good person in a relationship when it happens. Mm. I am probably far too independent. So I'm not that person that has to be in a relationship. And I guess yeah. I am actually content being single. I like making my own choices. I like my own company. You know, there are some people who literally cannot be on their own. Which is so unhealthy, mm. yeah. really toxic. And the opposite of what I teach, because it's all about like codependence is death. It's just, I could, I would, I would rather live the rest of my life alone than the rest of my life in a really crap relationship. With the wrong person, with the I wrong person. That, yeah. Like, why would you put yourself through that? Why, mm. like, being single is fabulous. You have freedom, you have choice, you don't have to answer to anyone. Yes, okay, there's days when you're lonely, but, but ultimately... I would rather those lonely days be filled with someone that's fabulous yeah. than arguments and tears and But do you think that comes drama. well a bit with age, Natalie? Because I have to say, you know, when you said this, Joe, you know, you, you are a bit, when you're younger, you're not so sure of yourself. So you will possibly think, I need someone to prop me up. Yeah. I mean, the one thing I will say now is I've, I've gone so long, I think, waiting that I'm not put off by waiting longer, you exactly. know? Um, but and I'm not I sure love that. But Don't sure, settle. But I'm not sure that's a good thing, though, It is a good because thing. Because am I then just too stuck in my ways and but in that's a little the little bubble? Thing. I think you get to an age where you it's hard to determine whether or not you've just got great standards or mm. you're being too really and overly uncompromising. Mm, yeah. I just, I, people always say, my friends and family say I'm too picky. There's no such thing as too picky. This oh, is the see, person. I think there might be. <laughs> no. I think relationships are, there is give and take. There's give and take, but yeah. you, like this is the person you potentially want to spend the rest of your life with. Be picky. Mm. This is this is like this is we get one life on your deathbed. You don't want to go. Oh, but oh, what how, a waste of how time. picky, Nadia? I mean, imagine going not back. Pe- to, not pizza topping, exactly. Picky, as you know, going back yeah. to your brother. Death, yeah. Um. You, you know, I think that I don't know. I, I I think people can take so much pride in their standards that it cuts them off from well, you potentially ha- good things. The most important thing I say is that to if you're single and you don't want to be, you must write down five non-negotiable deal breakers. Just five things that are absolute done and dusted. Everything else can be compromised and everything else can be talked about. But focusing on five, and it's actually really difficult to find just five because in this day and age of being able to be picky, it's so easy for the list to be 100. But if you find those five things and you stand by that, it really focuses your brain in terms of you can be picky, but it gives you a level of where how picky you can be. Right, James, here's pen and paper. <laughs> five things. What are they? What oh, are my God. I, I, Just I, give I me might, one. Might need some time. Yeah. Um, I mean, do you know what? I'm, I might be a hopeless romantic, but I'm always a big believer in ultimately, if it's the right person for you, there's no such thing as a deal breaker. You know. If you, oh, my oh, God, absolutely. If somebody is tight know. with money, you're, you're, that is a deal breaker. Oh, yeah, okay. That, yeah, that's if, for me. That, that, somebody, that would be a deal breaker. Yeah, yeah. Tight people. Tight people. People yeah, are the okay. worst people. Like, I can't, I cannot cope yeah. with people that are tight. But I think I would figure it's... that out quite early on. Too. I mean, you know, I've talked about this before on the podcast. Yeah, I mean, James the... is the tight one. What? No, I'm not. I'm joking. <laughs> 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 no, well, I, you love this story once yeah. a, a, a girl we used to work with told a story once about where she went on a date with a guy and it was a disastrous date and at the end he said he doesn't believe in tipping so, but she said well I do so she left like a tenner or wherever it was as she went to the loo she turned around and saw him taking the tenner and putting it in his pocket okay, that's he theft. stole <laughs> exactly. oh, that's totally. and she did awful. confront him by the way and got the money back Good. but I mean that as soon as you experience that you go you're never the person for me well as soon as someone says I don't believe in tipping yeah. like we're never ever going to get on no. Because ultimately, if somebody has given you a good service, 
give them a tip. Totally. It's okay. It's, what's the big deal? Yeah. You're not going to sit on your deathbed and be like, oh, I'm so pleased that I never tipped a waiter my whole life. <laughs> You're going to be like, what was I thinking? Like, yeah. I can't take it with me. Uh, you know, free for all, tips all around. Like, it's just that type of thinking. So for me, 100% type people deal breaker every one, yeah. single day. Yeah, absolutely. Wow. Um, I'm gonna, I have to go make my list. This yeah, is inspiring make me. Make your list. Yeah, so do, do that. It, uh, one of my clients made her list. She stuck it on her fridge because it needs to be somewhere that you see every day and she liked to eat, as as do I. And within one month, she met her boyfriend. Wow. Because it focuses that's your mind. That's okay. interesting. Yeah. So Visualisation, ex- I believe in. Um, 100%. Yeah. That's exactly yeah. the sort of premise behind it. Yeah. Every day she saw it and she focused and she got it and she believed it. And a month later, and she now lives in America with him, living Aww. happily ever after. Aww. That's awesome. That'll be me a month from now. I, exactly. Once you've got your deal breakers <laughs> on your fridge. Yeah. So I think that, you know, it is, it isn't just us who, from time to time, can hate being single. I really, really sympathize with it i understand what it's like but it's 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 a good thing to i don't know it's not a great place for your self-esteem is it so i think i don't know and also, get a hobby i don't know get a what, hobby. What, yeah but you know what it's like everything it's like you know it is a like it's a life choice isn't it really Definitely. ultimately it really is and i think you know you are always in control really but whether you're in a relationship or out of one yeah you get to choose if it's not making you happy yeah you shouldn't be in it. And if it's not making you happy being single, then get out there and meet somebody. You know, exactly. I, I agree on both sides. Yeah. You're, you're in control. Not, if you're not, if you don't like being single, go out there and do something about it. Mm. But make sure you're doing it for the right reasons. As long as you're not with somebody to boost your confidence. I'm perfectly happy with my confidence. So I, I enjoy dating. Mm. So I like going out there. I, I love that part of singleness where it's like, oh, I'm out on Friday night. I don't like the world is my oyster. Who yeah. could I meet? Like the possibilities, it excites me. But, but I wouldn't say, but sometimes, yeah, it's, it sucks being single, you know, because the first thing at a family function is, have you met anybody you yet? Oh, well, you know, oh, you know, we'll keep the faith and you'll, oh fu- you'll meet someone one day. And it's like, I'm, I'm, I'm cool. Yeah, I, you know, I'm, I'm. I don't need you know exactly. someone to complete me. And as you walk, off, poor Nadia. Oh exactly. yeah, the, yeah. Poor Nadia. And the people that just again, you get called you're too picky, and they're like, "Have you tried this app? Have you tried that?" Oh. And it's like, "Thanks for the advice, but please be quiet." But ultimately, single people this. out there, I think those are the words. Keep the faith. Keep the Keep faith. Some, the person is out there for each and every one of us. Of course, seven what seven billion people on the planet. I like know, your I, I all I want is one. Right? Just give me one. I yeah. wouldn't dare disobey Nadia. I'm finding. So I just realised me Nadia saying the words. Keep the faith. Keep the bloody faith. The bloody faith. I just realised the words me saying. Give me one out loud. Times a bit weird. <laughs> <laughs> I said it too. Right. So Nadia's already told me off for this one. But is it just me who sometimes, just out of curiosity, <laughs> just sort of like has a look at my husband's texts and emails and maybe has a look in his wallet? See, is that and, and I'm not doing it for she's shaking her head. I she's wish you could see the look on Nadia's face right now. Vomiting on the desk right now. It's kind of just I don't know. It's a little it, it, it's a little day trip to Ross's world. It's like, oh, who's is it? Yeah. <laughs> yes, it is. I, I mean, it's not it's not a compulsion. I'm not doing it all the time. It's just. Every few but months or so. Can I ask though? Oh, oh, wait, I have never heard of that restaurant. But can Where's I ask that? though? Does Ross know you do this? Yeah. Yeah. I oh, see. I think that's the big difference. Yeah. I think yeah. there's a big difference between being very comfortable in your relationship to the point whereby you're really open and honest yeah. and you hand your phone over gladly or you know it's going to happen. And you know, it's and just... somebody snooping behind their back. Oh yeah, Definitely. no, no, I don't do that. There's like you know this thing where I just wonder if it is just me, like 
all our, our phones and our iPads are always out and around and I'll, I'll see a text ping up and I go, oh, what does so-and-so want? Do you know what I mean? It's yeah. like, I, yeah. I think but that's, that's a, right. I think, I think that's, that's healthy. That's slightly just more edging on nosy yeah. rather than sort of deceitful. Well, mm. I'm a journalist. I'm very nosy. <laughs> so, very nosy. I love a good nose. Um, but it just, it it's it's where do you draw the line in terms of, you know, like you said, you're comfortable. It's been, you know, married many a years and that's fine. But I just think, if you're doing it behind somebody's back ultimately what are you looking for and yeah. nine times out of ten people are looking for like deceitful actions you know mm. micro cheating text message sexting but by looking for deceitful actions in your partner you're the one being deceitful by looking through the phone and looking mm. through the email just so looking for money yeah i mean that's <laughs> fine. Yeah. restaurant suggestions yeah, yeah that's yeah. fine um. but you but ultimately you know, certainly in the beginnings of a relationship, you are never going to be happy with what you find. No. Because either you're going to find something you don't like or you're not and you're going to go, oh, he's just really good at hiding it so maybe I should dig deeper. Yeah. Like, if you have the compulsion when his phone is sitting there or her phone is sitting there and you're like, oh, I need to have a look and, 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 and you need to have a snoop, that's really unhealthy. Yeah. And, and, and a sort of and gateway to stalkery. And, and well, attractive as well, I think. So it, it, unattractive. Because there is a certain needy sort of desperation of isn't there you, Listen, you, you basically he... don't feel confident enough in yourself you're looking always Completely. for so yeah. where, where do you stand on um, looking at Facebook at pictures of old girlfriends and all of that sort of thing I mean having a nosy is fine but the minute you start engaging that oh, yeah. is inappropriate mm. and unacceptable mm. so you know we all like to have a nose and every now and then you know we accidentally press like on something from five <laughs> years ago and we're like <laughs> nightmare crap my favorite one was a friend of james and ours who decided to search up an old boyfriend but she accidentally made it her status update rather than <laughs> oh my gosh i mean that yeah like yeah. but but if you're just having a nosy and it's for good intentions if you're searching for an old partner lover girlfriend boyfriend because you're like oh i'm not happy in my relationship or oh, maybe you know let's see what they're doing and oh she looks nice in a bikini or oh, here's a here's an aubergine emoji like you know it's just it's it's engaging see, it's me, a different level i just like looking at other people's stuff I, I, when i was a little girl i used to go through my grandmother's handbag it's the same thing just looking for something that might be a bit fun or it's the same part of me that has to look at what everybody else has got in their trolley at the supermarket. It's yeah, I just mean, I am nosy. Yeah, that's, that's curiosity. Nosy. Yeah. There's that's yeah. curiosity, but there's yeah. a difference between curiosity or going through your other half's personal correspondence to to find signs of cheating. Yeah, and that's the thing. If I if I was looking because I was suspicious, yeah. then I think that's the point that you know that there's something not right here Definitely. to begin with. And you have yeah. to communicate better because yeah. if, if you're feeling insecure, and we all feel insecure at times, and if he is or she is making you feel insecure ask outright you know I'm feeling a bit insecure you seem to be a bit cold what's happening you know is there anything I need to know should we talk about this are you, are you just having Whose a bad bra week is this in your yeah. jeans I'm, pocket yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm with you, yeah. you know, I think lipstick it, on the collar what's yeah. happening I'm with you in the sense that I think if I was seeing somebody and like a text came through and I, I would be like oh who's that because I'm like you nosy yeah. and they got a bit weird about it yeah. I would find that a red flag definitely um but I wouldn't expect to have my other half's password for their phone. I wouldn't Absolutely. expect to have that. But I would expect that if I ever asked, oh, they I would do. be up front and tell. <laughs> it's just, yeah. I mean, listen, darling, you're 18 years exactly. in. I think you you're can make your own right. rules. Yeah, yeah you, you can do whatever I'm you also, want. Thank you, Lady Nadia. <laughs> I also yeah. believe as well, though, there is something to be said for. Sometimes if you go looking for something, it's never going to be good. Ever. Do you know when you... Because, if you try to read somebody's diary or somebody's text or somebody's... I remember a boyfriend many, many years ago, and this is why I'm so strongly against it. I looked through his phone and I found that he was bitching about me 
to his friend and just venting, oh, you know, oh, she won't let me come out on Friday night, you know, oh, here we go again, like boring cow. Now, obviously, I couldn't tell him Mm. that I'd seen that, so I picked a fight because I was pissed off and I so I picked a fight about washing up because I was really angry with him. And so we had a fight about Fairy Liquid over over the fact that actually it wasn't about that in any way, shape or form. And the poor guy was like dumbfounded. You couldn't believe it. He was like, what are we what are we arguing at? And I'm like, how dare you use too much fairy liquid and blah, blah. But it wasn't that. And it it I, I just thought to myself when he stormed out of the room, I was like, what am I doing? To be honest though, I mean yeah, you found out that information in an ill gotten way and it and it marred the vibe. But I, I don't know. I I think I'm against um partners slagging off each other to other people. I really am. I mean, I think the thing is, though, I think as well, it, we, this goes back down to anything you, you see in black and white. Yeah. Sometimes, you know, if you, if you said that verbally, you yeah. could have said it in a kind of jokey way Banter. or oh, whatever, you know, yeah. just do my head in. Whereas yeah. when you see it written down, you give it a lot more gravitas in your head. Especially when you know what you're doing I is think. wrong. So you're reading it like, you know you're wrong. You're like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. And you're, yeah. you're looking for something And you bad. go down a rabbit hole then. Once you yes. find one bad thing, yeah. you're then what looking for more, 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 more. Yeah. It's, like, um, it's like, you know, it's like a drug. You, yeah. you want more, more, more. And it, where does it start? I also think as well is, you know, that the problem with, you know, instant message, email, is that you do tend to be, we're all busy, so you don't tend Tend to flower it up. Do you? you basically cut the balls off it and tell uh, you, you? You are more blunt. Yeah. So you know he probably did say something. Yeah. It was probably a lot more too, and he didn't probably feel as yeah. angry or as annoyed with you as he sounded. But yeah. purely because he couldn't be bothered to write any more words, he just yeah. said the, the basic and crux of the sentence. Everybody vents at some point. You know, everybody does have a vent, and it, and I'm sure it was just one of those sort of keep saving face with the boys, and he was just venting, and yeah. you know I was being annoying that week, so mm. I get it, but. But I saw it, nothing I didn't like it, and it, yeah. nothing, yeah, nothing good comes for looking for, you know, for the wrong reasons. And where is he now, eh? Where <laughs> long, is he now? Long gone. Giving us a good story for the podcast, though. He, yes. You don't mess. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So well, I'm going to keep snooping. Sorry, Ross. Well, like, yeah. I think with the the yeah. answer here is I think we're coming at it from two different sides. I think you've got just a healthy, open, yeah. grown up so adult relationship. Healthy snooping. So healthy. healthy. healthy snooping. That's just nosy. There's no <laughs> yeah. intent. You're not doing it. Yeah. And I think, that, like you said, there's a big difference between and also the, the difference is there. Um, Ross knows. Yes. I think what we're talking about here is when you're Deceit. being yeah deceptive, when you're going behind somebody's back to yeah. do anything, it's never good. Whether that's Absolutely. having an affair or reading their messages behind their back, they're Absolutely. both being deceitful. Yeah. Get me. I know. Communication is key. That is that's the law According laid to down. Us. Yeah. yeah. Done. I'm sure you've both got strong opinions on this. Is what, it us? Is it just us? Is it just me? Is it just you? Is it all of us who does everybody enjoy a good bitch and a moan? <laughs> I mean, I know that it, it it's always painted as such an unattractive kind of immoral quality, but everybody does it, right? I think if you don't do it, there's something... Well, I think you're either lying or there's something a bit weird about you, right? Is that just me being an awful person? You love it. I love it. Honestly, I like gossiping and shopping are my two favourite hobbies. (laughs) But I also think that it saves a lot of my friendships. Having a bitch about a friend behind another friend's back, uh, because you get to a stage when you spend so much time with someone, their breathing can annoy you. Yeah. Like, it's the littlest things. And you know you're being outrageous. So by having a little bitch about that person behind their back, it it gets it off your shoulders you have a good vent you get it out of your system and you crack on and carry on but if you don't get rid of that sort of pent-up frustration you end up arguing about something really stupid and it blows up and 
really, you've just spent too much time with somebody. But should you just not confront the friend about the thing that you were bitching about? No, but it's, it's, oh, because see, it's my problem in terms of yeah. if they're doing something annoying, if they're not being a good friend, if they're being sort of unsupportive, but if it's just the fact that they're just really annoying me today, yeah, yeah. you know, it, I can't put my finger on it, but they're just bloody winding me up. I agree with then you on that. Then I, I need to have a bitch and a moan. I need to vent and be like, oh, okay, now we can start again. Yeah. If it's about like, oh, they were 20 minutes late again, that's a harmless bitch to your other friend about, yeah. oh, they did, can you believe they turned up 20 minutes late again? Again. Whereas, like, like you said, if it's something they've said that really hurt your feelings yes. or they weren't there for you, that's a conversation you need to have with the person. Definitely. But I kind of do agree with you a bit there because I, well, first of all, I, I think bitching has just terrible connotations and I think if it was called something else, you know, and I, like I said, women are always accused of bitching. Men do it too, but you know, it's probably called banter or something. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I think there it's is. Crazy. We all do it, and I think there is something health. But there's a bit. There's a difference between having a bitch yeah. and being a bitch. Definitely. <laughs> do you know? Definitely. Um, we can all have a little bit of wine and, and, and a, a gripe and an axe to grind, but. You know, I'm with you. I'm a big believer in, and I do this even with people who've pissed me off. I, I would rather deal with it there and then yep. before it then grows and festers and becomes a much bigger issue than it needs to. And mm-hmm. then people blow up over something r- ridiculous. Always. Um, so, you know, I am a big believer in getting things out in the open, whether it's with that person or yeah. just with a friend saying, did you see what they said to me? I'm like, Because yeah. often asking a third party will actually give it some context as Absolutely. well. Absolutely. And I think those are, you know, you've got good friends. So your good friends will say to you, actually, you're being an ass. Yeah. They were being fine about that. You're being way too sensitive. And sometimes I'm like, oh. And it diffuses oh, okay. the so, anger. Oh, okay, that's good. So yeah. I am, you know? Yeah, and it, it levels you out. Like, mm. getting a third opinion, chatting to someone away from the person levels you out, gives you context and perspective. And then you know whether or not it's something too broach or something where you're just like, oh, I just need a bit of a moan. Why do we think it's such a human habit? You know, and it's... Because people it, it, are annoying. Yeah. But it's what fuels We all everything. rub alongside each other. It's impossible. You know, we're just not, we can't all be like, you know. You think about, you know, the biggest uh, red website in the world is Daily Mail Online. All fueled oh by gosh. basically the sidebar of bitching and, and moaning. the comment section. Oh, oh, I, I never I, read I that. I know. No. Why do people kind of almost need it, it seems? I just think, I think it's it's about modern life, right? I think we're all busy, we're all stressed, we've all got a lot of stuff going on, and sometimes it's about just diffusing. And I think, yeah. and that's going actually back to you know all jokes aside. But when you, if you ever do read those comments, it actually makes you think. God, I'm not an angry person at all because I would never think to say some of the things some people and online, especially on Twitter and what we've talked about it before. But you know, it actually makes you go, God, I'm not anywhere near a a bitch because some of the things people will say online. Oh, it's unbelievable. um, And that doesn't in any way excuse you or make make light of it because obviously cyberbullying is a very serious thing. But I just think ultimately what's happening there is that person often is not in a good place and it's about them making themselves feel better. Definitely. And I think negativity is like a virus and it spreads. And I think certainly in the comments section of the Daily Mail. I think that toxicity is is where it's at. Like yeah. you do not get likes and and thumbs up if you put pro- positive comments. You get lots of attention if you put a negative comment. Incredible. And I think that that spreads like a disease. So therefore, I I physically can't read any comments on the Daily Mail Where's because the love, hey? they Where's just the love? I get absolutely crucified. My height, my weight, die you know death threats all sorts of horrible things like it it just it's so I'm so much happier not knowing mm-hmm. and I see you know 450 because comments there's literally like, no because not even there. clicking there, I want to nothing there that matters <laughs> well I want to it's I'm desperate like... I'm like oh my god I really want nosy yeah. I want to know but I know for my mental health walk away it's like reading his messages nothing good will come nothing of it. good will come yeah 
at um, all. Because all I want to do is get on there and write back and be like, "Excuse me, I, I think how this, dare you?" I think this subject. <laughs> Have you ever engaged like that? I just, I wouldn't. <laughs> on Twitter, no. I do. Right, but yeah. never. I wouldn't on the Daily Mail. You just, there's no point. Yeah. I feel like I feel like you have to take an IQ test to like put a comment, and it's very very low. Yeah. So you know, you just can't argue with that level of dumb. And also, I think as well, this subject, it's like everything. You have to have light and shade, right? You know, I think there's a big difference between being a cyber bully who says vile, bitchy things to somebody they don't know and actually goes out of their way to be hurtful to somebody and having... I would call it a harmless bitch behind somebody's back about them turning up 20 minutes late. I I would also... I am very wary in my life of noticing if uh, my friendships with people... If I if it starts to become apparent that all we do yeah. is talk crap about other people or situations, yeah. that I feel like, well, that's that's not healthy. I'm sort of like always, yeah. we need, th- this isn't good if, if this is all we talk about. And you do tend to find it when you work in an office. Yes. It's like the thing you've got in common with yes. other people is... Your hate for someone. The boss or that your... you don't like. Yeah. Or, you know, <laughs> do you know what I mean? It's, and then you take that away and it's like... Oh my god, we've literally got nothing, nothing to talk about, and I, I'm very wary of those kind of relationships. Same. Yeah, and it's the same thing with, with about quite negative people in general. You know, you, you should always, I think, be laughing more. You know, and any relationship, the second it becomes more down and yeah. more negative and more bitchy, in yeah. your, well, you know, it's not good for you, right? And I can feel it. Like I, I know when I've had days when I've been like just a moany bitch and at the end of the day I'm like God, what is wrong with you like sort yourself out like that's it doesn't feel good it weighs me down no and it is sort of like the the toxicness breeds toxicness you know, totally. do you know what I mean it's like yeah and feeds and grows and it's like you have it's like sometimes I'll take a minute and I like to sort of um, watch some like motivational speeches on YouTube or do a bit of meditation and just level myself out because it's easy when everyone around you is bitching it's so easy to get sucked in mm. it, and just crap you know I've always got an opinion about everything so I'm like oh let me tell you what I think yeah. and actually it's sometimes better to just breathe and step away and you know have a bit of a moan and a vent when you need to but but try to keep that sort of little yeah. no one wants to often. be that person that's always bitching and moaning oh, yeah. like there's gainers and there's drainers and <laughs> <laughs> like if I just can't cope with people that drain your energy yeah. and I I would hate to be thought of as one of those people so tell us before we go t- give us a good tip for a motivational speech to watch when you're having a bad day Will Smith oh the actor is one of my favourite motivational speakers of all time he speaks so much like sense and truth and five minutes of watching him and like my whole mood has changed I feel empowered I feel motivated and I'm like right I'm ready to go wow okay well that's our homework yeah. everybody I can check that out I'm excited yeah. um, and speaking of um, wonderful people we obviously love hearing from you listeners out there so if you have any sort of topics uh, you'd love us to discuss in the pod cupboard please do email us at isitjustmepodcast at gmail.com Thank you very much. And we do love hearing from you. So thank you. And thank you to the two people I met at a wedding who said they loved the podcast so oh, much. Yeah. It's like, you know, nothing like a bit of um, sick of fancy. We love I'm up it. For that. Keep yeah. it coming, people. Thank you. <laughs> thank you so much for being here today, Lady thank Nadia you. Essex. You, and Nadia. we cannot wait to see you in action on Celebs Go Dating on E4. Any day now. Any day now. Any day. You and the GC. Head to head at last. <laughs> yeah. I can't wait. Dynamite TV. Dynamite, I can imagine. I win. <laughs> Bye, everybody. Thank you. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? 
Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus. Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.